Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Welcome to Mind, Body, and Business, a podcast that explores topics, perspectives, and actionable insight for a strong mind and healthy body, along with empowering conversations to help you handle your business. Oh my gosh, I'm here with my coworker, Mr. Happiness himself, Rocky <laughs> Turner. Y'all know him as Rock T. Holla! Look at all this big energy. I love it. Come on, dog. If we're going to do it, we got to do it right. Oh, my gosh, Rock. I'm so excited to have this conversation with you. And I titled this episode Happiness 101 because you just might be the happiest person I know. <laughs> I love it. I'll, I'll claim that. I'll take that all day long. A lot of people that say my close circle, they call me like a happyologist. I don't know, man. I just choose to be happy. Yeah. And I like being happy. I say it all the time. And you'd be amazed on how many people wake up every single day frustrated, mad at the world, and I'm like, why? You have an opportunity to hit the reset button yeah. and start all over again the next day. When you started that, the thing that I love that you said is you choose to be happy. A lot of people don't feel like happiness is a choice. Absolutely. The name of my book, I put everything on how I live my life, is my motto, no excuses, get it done. Stop making excuses on how you cannot succeed at anything in life, whatever it is you're trying to do, and find solutions on how you can. So many people focus on the problem, and they stay on the problem. Nothing wrong with identifying the problem, whatever's going on in your life. But now let's go to a, okay, what's the solution to the problem? How are we going to fix this? And so many people just, they just want to stay there. Yeah. And I choose not to. I have been a fan of the morning show long before joining the cast. And some people listening may think, okay, well, him being happy and joking around and doing his joke of the day is just part of his radio persona, but it really is who you are in real life. Absolutely. And I think that's so cool. How does it make you feel when Ricky says stuff like, oh, when Jesus takes time off, Rock T fills in? <laughs> How does that make you feel? That's, that's, I'm flattered, man. I'm, I'm, uh, that's a compliment. Mm-hmm. Because that lets me know that my energy that I'm putting out into the into the world is is uh, is good energy. I want to be able to add value to somebody else's life that day. Anytime I'm in a, somebody's space, if I'm in a room with them, if I'm passing by, just saying hello, I want to make some kind of positive, happy impact in that person's life. And if I don't, I don't beat myself up. They obviously got something they got to go deal with with themselves or whatever. But I did my part. And that makes me think of something my yoga instructor said at the end of class. She talked about how we're all a drop of water and you drop it in the ocean. It makes a ripple and how your ripple Mm. affects other people, whether you realize it or not. And the ripple can go as far as the shore. Absolutely. Uh, And I'm sure people who listen to the morning show every morning can say that, man, that laugh, that (laughs) genuine, good, positive vibe from you definitely gives them a great start to their day. So want to give you props for that for sure. Appreciate that. So let's get into this topic of happiness 101 because a lot of people don't know where to start you have a lot of things in your life that would naturally make you happy you have a wonderful wife you mm-hmm. have beautiful children you have a great job but can you talk to us a little bit about how you've overcome adversity or maybe even give us an example of a situation that was challenging for you that you tried to dig deep and find the joy out of it oh yeah man my career there's a joke in radio that if you haven't never been fired, you've never been in radio. Yeah. Um, but my very first job in radio, I went to apply for it and I was told no five times. And I kept coming back and everybody kept telling me at that time, Rock, you're never going to get your first radio gig in a big market. So everyone was telling me, hey, go to a smaller market, learn the ropes, 
then you can move to a bigger market as you get more experience in the radio business. And I'm like, well, that may be your dream, yeah. but that ain't my dream. Like, mm-hmm. if I want to be the best, I want to learn from the best. To learn from the best, you got to work with the best. So I went back a sixth time to that same radio station, and I told them, hey, before you guys tell me no again, I'll work free. You ain't got to pay me nothing. And uh, long story short, they told me yes. They gave me permission to come up into that building, and it was kind of an internship type situation because I was working 40 hours a week. In the engineering department, promotion department, programming department, I was getting lunch for people. I was running errands. I was in the mail room. I was doing everything at that radio station because I knew one day that I was going to be a valuable asset for that company. About six months went by, adversity hit because I started running out of money. See, because everybody was like, man, how are you able to pay your bills if you're working for this company for free? Well, I had an opportunity to play a little professional baseball before my radio career. Mm -hmm. So I saved that money and I was living off that as I was working free for this company. Wasn't expecting to work free for six months, but it lasted six months. Then I was ready to quit. One of my mentors was like, why are you quitting? I said, when? Because I ain't getting paid. I got to I got to go get me a job. I got to go find me another career. I got to go get something. going. I got to I got to take care of my family. And then I never will forget this. I share this story all the time when I talk to people. This mentor of mine said, you, you like football, right? In the NFL, there's a thing called the preseason. And he goes, what's the purpose of the preseason? I said, for teams to work out the wrinkles and they, they, they try out a lot of different players. It's kind of just practice getting ready for the regular season. He says, this is your preseason. When he put it to me that way, how to embrace adversity, how to embrace the journey and enjoy it, Man, I got back in there. Six more months went by. I still didn't get paid. Mm-hmm. Uh, my first year in radio was absolutely free. Didn't get paid a dime. And then finally, a position became available, and that was the start of Rock T's radio career. When they That's finally gave amazing. me that overnight position. I love it. <laughs> I'm glad that you shared that because if people look at you on social media, they see step. 282 out of all of the steps. So they don't get to see step seven, step eight. And a lot of times people want to take shortcuts, but I always say when you take a shortcut, you're going to be at a dead end. Well, I say when you take shortcuts, you get cut short. Oh, I love that too. So... Tell me a little bit about your upbringing. You know, we've been working together for quite some time. I've known you for over 10 years, but been working with you every day on the morning show. But I don't know much about your upbringing. How much did your childhood experiences or the way that your parents raised you contribute to who you are today? Oh, wow. Um, Born in Detroit, raised in Dallas. I was in Detroit when I was a kid. And I don't remember these days that much, but when I was a baby... My parents and my older brother and sister was living in my aunt's basement. Then when they moved from there into Wesley Townhouses, if you know anything about Detroit, Wesley Townhouses is like a kind of project townhome mm-hmm. community. So that's when I started remembering our childhood in Wesley Townhouses. Yeah. Um, then uh, my mom's job put in a request for if you want to relocate to Dallas, Texas, there's some positions there. Let mm-hmm. us know if you're, if you're interested, you want to get on this list. So my mom did. And my dad said, cool, that's what brought us to Dallas. That probably was one of the biggest things that ever happened to our family. Thank God that I did have both of my parents in my life, my mom and my dad, they're still together. And my dad has always been that he's got an eighth grade education, but the wisest man I know. And he's always taught me, son, anything you put your mind to, you can really do that. And don't expect no one to give it to you. Go earn it. So I've always kind of had that hustle, man, go get it type attitude and personality. I never settle for mediocrity. My dad has always said, man, don't settle. 
And how do you do that? You surround yourself around people that are doing great things. You surround yourself around people that are doing what you want to do but better than you. And then you listen more than you talk. I think oftentimes people don't realize that the source of their sadness, Mm -hmm. the source of their discontent, or the source of the thing that's weighing them down are the people that they're surrounding themselves with. And sometimes it can be hard to shake those long-term relationships where you've known that person forever. You feel obligated to maintain the friendship or the relationship, but you're just not growing in the same direction. Have you had a situation like that before? My whole life. That's my life story. you got to trim that fat. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, man. And and, and every time that I try to hold on to those type of people because I didn't want to break their heart. I didn't want to hurt their feelings. And I just kind of let them stay on a little bit longer. I always got burned every single time. And you got to just trim the fat. And we can still, I can still be cool with you from a distance. Grandma always said, you know, sometimes you got to feed that one with a long handle spoon. Yeah. And I had to start using my long handle spoons a lot. And mm-hmm. now my circle of influence is very small. Like I used to have a, a just a bunch of people because I felt like I was obligated to bring, I believe in bringing everybody with me. But everybody that come with you can't go with you. Yeah. Sometimes you got to let them off at this bus stop, right? Okay, you get off right here. Let's keep on going. So, yeah, and and, and this is going to continue to happen. It, it never stops because you always meet new people. You build new relationships. And depending on how that person is in your life uh, will determine if they can keep going with you or not. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. One of my homegirls said that you have people in your life for a reason and for a season. Mm-hmm. I want to go back to when you were talking about working for free for six months and you came to a point to where you were like, you know what, I can't do this anymore. Let me go and you know maybe get a regular job or figure something else out. I think a lot of people struggle when they're at that fork in the road mm-hmm. because it can be hard to tell if God is telling you try harder or this just isn't right for you because I'm sure you've had circumstances where you tried to do something and it wasn't right mm-hmm. and you had to walk away from it. What are some indicators for you in telling the difference between the two? Uh, should you keep going or is this just not the right thing? Is it purposeful? Is it something that makes you happy? If it's something that makes you happy and it's purposeful, keep going. When you've done all that you can do and it just doesn't work, you hit this brick wall and you feel like that's the end of the road, my advice to you is do more. It ain't over unless you quit. You got to have that mentality. It's like building a house. What's the first thing you got to lay down before you build a house? A concrete foundation. Without a concrete foundation, the house is not going to last long. Mm -hmm. So your concrete foundation is your mindset. Anything that you try to do, I don't care if you're trying to be a professional athlete, attorney, lawyer, doctor, whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish on a high level, if you don't have a strong foundation, a strong mindset, you're not going to make it because you're going to hit adversity. You're going to want to quit. Fear is going to settle in on you because you're going to worry about what other people are thinking. Then you're going to start doubting yourself. And those are the two most things, in my opinion, that prevent people from succeeding at anything. Fear and doubt. You doubt yourself because of what your best friend told you. Oh, your mama Mm -hmm. or your daddy, whatever. Mm -hmm. And then you get fear, fearful because you're afraid of what people may think or not think about what you're doing. Yeah. And sometimes those people mean well, but they haven't experienced the success in their own life. Or maybe failure got them so down Mm -hmm. that they don't want you to experience the same disappointment. 
Right. Ain't no such thing as, as failure. I mean, you either win or you learn. Failure is good because mm-hmm. you learn what to do or what not to do next time. You know what I'm saying? Which goes back to the mindset. Yeah. And speaking of mindset, oh, my gosh, she has a playbook. What? No excuses. Get it done. Mastering your mindset. Conquer mental paralysis. Man. That is a strong subtitle. Mental paralysis. We get stuck paralyzed in our mindset. That's why we don't succeed. Period. And now with social media and the internet, man, you can watch videos. You ain't even got to, it ain't even hard. It's almost impossible to not succeed at something nowadays. Yeah, because there's so many resources that show you the exact way to do it. Come on, man. Um, And speaking of resources that show you the exact way to do it, so I have like all of these sticky notes in this book. Rock T is also really cool with my husband. Uh, my husband has worked with you on some of your website what projects. Up, James? Yeah, and you know, it's funny because my husband will be like, man, Rock always got something going on. He always got an idea. <laughs> yeah. And in one of the parts of your book, you talked about you don't have eternity. You talked about seizing the moment and taking action mm-hmm. and not giving your goal or your dream a rolling deadline, right? Can you talk about the importance of seizing the moment and setting deadlines for your goals? You got to set deadlines because if you create, if you have an idea, you have a goal and you just say, I want to do that one day, that one day is going to turn to eternity. Your life going to go by. You're going to be like, I wish I should have, could have, would have, whatever. You're going to be mad and frustrated. Set a deadline. Okay, this is my goal. And even if it's two years, three years, five years, whatever, set that deadline and then work backwards. You got to reverse engineer everything. And if you don't know how to get to your goal, this is when you surround yourself around people and you learn from experts that yeah. this is what they do. YouTube videos is free, so you can't blame money. You can't blame I don't have no money or whatever. Mm-hmm. Take one step at a time until you get to that goal by that deadline. Give yourself an honest, realistic deadline. Don't say, I want to be a millionaire next week. Right. You know, because if you don't hit that feet, now you're going to give up and quit. Maybe it's not a million dollars. Maybe it's just $100,000. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Start there. Mm-hmm. But then, but you got to set your deadline, whatever goal you're trying to meet. And then don't stop until you reach that goal by that deadline. And if yeah. you don't, here's here's the part. Here's this per, the piece right here. Let's say you get to your deadline and you're about 70% from reaching your goal. You're 70% further along than you were before you started. You know, a lot of people have this all or nothing. Yeah. Like they want, they want 100% or 0%. And they're going to lose. Yeah, and you don't realize, I mean, uh, the 50% is valuable. The 30% is valuable. It's still progress. You 5% know? is yeah. valuable. 5% is valuable. You never finish a race unless you start. I love that. One of the things, many things that people struggle with on their journey to achieve their goals is like this comparison. Mm. I'm sure you know other athletes, you know other radio personalities, you know other people that do things in the public speaking space as authors. Do you ever get distracted by what other people are doing? I already know the answer to that question, but <laughs> but um, just humor me. And can you just talk about the importance of staying in your lane, of not being distracted by what other people are doing? Maria, let me tell you something. That was my biggest, I was, I was in my own way. Because yes, I did that a lot. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. I did that a lot. I was the, I was the person that- I'm shocked. Oh, no. I'm genuinely shocked. Lesson learned. Here we go. Let me tell you, I'm the guy that- Oh, there's a red balloon over there. Oh, look at that yellow balloon. Oh, here comes a green one. Oh, look at the blue one. Every and you time, forget what you want. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking at everybody else's balloon like, wow, spending so much of my time to other people and what they're doing. Social media is the biggest oh, thing. Yeah. Man, you scrolling on social media, you start seeing, oh, look at all the money they got, man. Look at the fancy cars and the houses and I want this and they're doing the same thing that I'm doing. How come I can't? Now you start questioning yourself, whatever. Listen, man, the lesson that I learned is when I stopped comparing myself 
to what other people were doing or what I thought they were doing. I'm spending all of my little time worrying about what everybody else is doing, comparing myself or whatever to what they're doing. And that's time that I can apply to my craft. Yeah. That's time that I can invest into myself. I don't care if it's 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 20, whatever it is, you give and we give so much of our time to other people. And there's nothing wrong with giving, nothing wrong with being a philanthropist, nothing wrong with being a great humanitarian. But doggone it, sometimes you got to put yourself first. And when you start getting paid, you have to pay yourself first. That's another thing people be tripping on. Like, yeah, you got to pay your bills. You don't want your lights to get cut off. You don't want to get your car repo. You don't want to get evicted. You got to pay your bills, but pay yourself first. Put your 10, 15, 20% into a savings account that you can keep saving or whatever, and then you pay the rest of your bills. Y'all, Rock T, low-key, the richest one on the morning show, but we can edit this part out of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'll receive you that. Because you're smart. You're smart. You're really smart. Now, You've always been that way. But think yeah. about it. Think about it, Maria. If you pay yourself first and then you pay your bills after yourself, if you keep saving your money, you keep paying yourself first, then you're going to have your nest egg to start your business or whatever it is you want. Okay, man, I don't have $1,500. If you do what I'm telling you to do, you're going to save $1,500. Now you got $1,500. Now let's go do what you need to do with it to start your business. Yeah. One of the most profound things that I heard a financial quote unquote expert say is that, uh, you know, we complain about not having enough money, mm -hmm. but if the government raises taxes, what do we do? We adjust. When they take it away from us, we adjust. Come on, man. And so you got to adjust when you, uh, you know, thinking about paying yourself first. And, and stop about buying stupid stuff. Yeah. Stop buying stupid stuff. This is mm -hmm. this is real passionate to me because I bought a lot of stupid stuff, man. I, I, I'm, I was the guy that made my every time because I used to DJ a lot. Yeah. And I go into you know as a DJ, you make some quick, fast oh, cash yeah. money quick. So I'm like, boom! Now I'm going to buy the new Jordans. I got my new, I got all my my fits, my outfits, I, the new cars. I got all this stuff. And then I'm like, oh, I got some more money coming next week because I'm gonna be DJing all over again. So I ain't gonna miss this. And I'm just blowing my money, blowing it, blowing it, blowing it. And then you look up. And you say, man, look how much money I've blown. Just imagine if you don't eat out at fast food restaurants every other day. Just imagine if you don't buy that purse or them sneakers or them jeans or that blouse or whatever. I don't care if it's $20. So my challenge is instead of buying that outfit, put that $40 in a savings account. Mm -hmm. You were going to spend it anyways, but yep. now put it on, put it, spend and it on you yourself. And you wouldn't have even have wanted that outfit if you didn't see it. It's not like something you were planning for in the first place. Come on, man. Yeah. So if you, if you spend it on wants... That you don't need, have the discipline to stop yourself. Don't spend that money on that want, but spend that same amount and put it into a bank or savings account. Yeah. You were going to spend it anyways, but just save it for yourself. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. I love that shift in perspective, and that's another area in the book that stood out to me. When you talk about habits, a settled or regular tendency or practice, especially one that is hard to give up. And one of the things that you talked about in your book is what's the positive solution. So anytime you hear or see anything negative, come up with an alternative positive solution. I love that shift in mindset. Give us some examples of doing that. Oh, my goodness. If anything happens into in your life that's adversity, negative, it's not going right for you, you have to immediately shift your mind to find a solution, just one. It ain't got, and it may not be the solution that fixes that particular problem, but you're training your mind to automatically go into solution positive mode. Because if you stay stuck into that negative problem, you turn into quicksand. You just mm -hmm. slowly keep sinking into it. 
You see, now you're trying to know if it wasn't for this, I wouldn't be in this situation. Well, so and so, why wouldn't say you now you start coming up with a whole bunch of reasons on why the problem is exists instead of saying, let me snap out of it and go right into solution mode. And and I've been blessed to train my mind. That's why it's so easy for me not to stay in a sad uh, state of mind, in a mad or angry state of mind. It's like if you see me angry and mad about something for a long period of time. It's been a while, but it's got to be something very, very, I've very, very serious. I've never seen you that way. I can probably count on two fingers. <laughs> yeah. In my in my entire life, because I just choose. I just don't. I just choose not to. I'm the guy at the funeral. I'm the guy that's like, hey, I get it. Instead of mourning, let's celebrate. Let's all tell great stories and memories that we have with this person mm-hmm. that we're that we're sending away or whatever. So. You just got to choose to be happy, man. Yeah, you really do. You squeeze life in in so many areas. You know, we talked a lot about your professional journey, but Mm -hmm. seeing you and your wife, Crystal, together. How long have y'all been married? Man, 16 years. 16 years. Y'all act like newlyweds. I'm like, what the hell is going on? (laughs) Y'all have so much fun together. She's so beautiful. You have such a beautiful family. I've been married for almost 14 years, Mm -hmm. and we put a lot of our happy moments on social media, but I think that marriage really challenges you as an individual, Mm -hmm. and it's something that you have to continue to work for daily, the love to sustain that, to help it evolve and grow. Um, How much has your marriage to Crystal contributed to your joy, and what has been the key in you all maintaining that love and that, that newness for all of these years? You just said one of them, staying in the newlywed stage. Staying in the honeymoon stage, I get it. We get older. We mature. We're not the same person we were 15 years ago. I understand all of that. But me and Crystal do the same stuff that we did 17 years ago. Wow. Now, we've eliminated some things that we don't do anymore. <laughs> yeah. And those are the things that that she may not like, I may not like, whatever. We decide to compromise and say, okay, we're going to eliminate that out of our relationship or whatever. Yeah. But our podcast that her and I have together is called The Perfect Pair Podcast. This is not because we think we're perfect. Everyone thinks we're perfect. Like, man, yeah. you guys are always happy and laughing. You guys just don't ever. We have the same issues anybody else have mm-hmm. in relationships. We've learned how to be perfect for each other. And that's the secret sauce right there. And being able to communicate with each other legitimately. It's not about a tick for tech, fight, 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 fight. It's like, okay, well, what's the compromise? We don't holler and scream at each other anymore. We used to. Once we committed to each other to say, okay, do we want this? Do we really, really want this? It can't be 50-50. It's got to be 100%, 100%. Because if I'm only giving 50% in a relationship, and you're only giving 50% in a relationship, we're giving half ourselves. Yeah. It's got to be 100%, 100%. We got to be all in. And if we go all in, we got to understand that it's okay to agree to disagree on things. And when we get to those parts, what's the compromise? You know, this book is so good. You could literally like flip through the pages and just stuff just jumps out at you. Right. Um. Again, it's called No Excuses, Get It Done, Mastering Your Mindset and Conquering Mental Paralysis. So in Chapter 6, it says, jump and the net will appear. So often, Rock, I hear people talking about, well, I got to get my website and I got to get some good lighting and I got to get my business bank account open and I got to do all of these things before I start. Can you talk about the importance, again, of seizing the moment and moving on something, on a goal or something that's pulling at you Mm -hmm. uh, before you may be quote unquote ready. Absolutely. You got to start. The hardest thing to do is start. Don't worry about being perfect. When you're teaching a kid how to color, you give them a coloring book and the kid's excited. Oh, and then when the kid starts coloring, they're all outside of the lines, but they say, look what I did. What do we do? 
oh, that's awesome. You're the best color, whatever. <laughs> the older the kid gets, they start staying inside the line a little bit more. Yeah. They start getting a little bit more seasoned or whatever. And that's how you got to look at this. It's like, don't worry about perfection. Just go. Just jump. Just jump, and the net will appear. What I mean by the net will appear, that when you finally start, let's say you got a T-shirt company. Print your first T-shirt. Put it out there. One person buys it. Ten people may buy it. Yeah. Just keep going, and you can always get you a website. You can always get business cards. You can always get all that extra stuff that costs money or whatever. But for the most part, man, don't wait on it. If you don't start, you ain't ever going to have a chance to finish. What I've learned through my journey, you talked about a T-shirt line, and I have a T-shirt line, and uh, you have an apparel line as well, is that you previously said that there isn't failure. It's like you're, le- you're learning lessons, mm-hmm. especially if there are people who are aspiring business owners that are listening right now and waiting for everything to be lined up and perfect. You gain insight, you gain data on how to better and more efficiently run your business, but you have to move and make those decisions first. I did exactly that, Maria. I said, yeah. okay, well, where where did I go wrong at? How could I make this better? And then your customers will tell you. Yeah. Listen to the, your customers. Listen to the market. Listen to what they're telling you. Well, man, I don't like the way the material feels on this T-shirt. And I washed it three times and it's already faded. Okay, now I need to upgrade who I'm using to distribute or manufacture my, my product or whatever. It's okay. You want constructive criticism. Don't go into anything thinking that you know it all. Don't think that just because someone complains about something that – Now you want to cuss them out because they don't know what they're talking about. Listen to what people are telling you. Correction is good. You want to be corrected. God gave us two ears and one mouth because he wants us to listen more. Come on, preacher. Oh, man, don't <laughs> don't talk just to be talking. Yeah. You, you ever see them people that be in, yeah. be in a room and everybody's going around saying something and then somebody will just blurt out and say something? Yeah. And, blah, 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 and yeah, it didn't make talking. no kind of sense. you just mm-hmm. talking. Don't talk just to be talking. From a practical side, there are things that we should do in terms of our mindset and shifting the way that we think. But there are also practical things that can contribute to the joy, the productivity, the um, overall happiness in Mm -hmm. multiple areas of our life. Can you give us three practical things that people can do day to day Mm -hmm. or even share some things that you do in your routine? First of all, my planner is everything because I got a short term memory. Like I'll forget something in a heartbeat. And like I said, I'm the guy with the with the colorful balloons that's always getting distracted. To this day, I still get distracted a lot. So my planner is I write everything down. I'm old school. Mm-hmm. I do put I use my phone too. I put everything in my phone, but I also put it in my planner and write everything down. Instead of making a to-do list, put it on your calendar as an item to do at that time. Yeah. So treat it as a scheduled event. So if it's grocery shopping, don't just say I got to go grocery shopping after work. Say I'm going grocery shopping at 5.30 p.m. If you know you get off at 5 o'clock, you got 30 minutes to get to the grocery store, whatever. So plan your stuff on a calendar. Another thing that is huge is be a mountain climber. That mountain climber doesn't want the helicopter to come down to the bottom of the mountain to pick them up and take them straight to the top. The mountain climber wants to climb the mountain. He wants to embrace the grind he yeah. wants to embrace the struggle. You're going to have struggle. You're going to have things that's not going to go your way most of the time. Steve Harvey says it all the time. The road to success is always under construction. Wow. It doesn't matter if you're a millionaire or a billionaire. You're going to always have some issues. There's always going to be haters on every level. When you accept that and you understand that and you learn how to enjoy the journey more than the goal that's reached, Game over. 
I love that too, Rock, because when you think about climbing the mountain, a, a lot of folks think, well, I'm climbing to get to the top, but you're also climbing to benefit from the strength that you gain from the climb. Tell me a little bit about your your morning routine. I know the morning routine and the evening routine, how you start your day mm-hmm. and how you go back and review your day and set up for the next day are really important. What tips do you have for that? So do the hardest stuff first. Let's say you want to exercise. Work out first because most people always make excuses because they got their long day at work. Then they got kids. They got their, you know, wife and husband. They got to cook dinner, whatever. So by the time they get relaxed at home at night and the evening time, they're too tired. Well, I'm too tired. I can't go work out. I'll just do it. I'll do it tomorrow. Well, first of all, go to bed earlier and then wake up earlier and get your workout done first. That way it's done. I wake up. I pray. I spend some time reading or watching positive videos. And you do this all before the morning show? Yeah, Oh, absolutely. I get up about 3 o'clock in the morning. Mm. Then I do me a quick little 20-minute hit workout, get that workout thing out the way, and then I go to work. Mm-hmm. So I got, all, I got all that stuff out the way, I'm done. And what that does is the, the reading and the meditation and the praying and watching and listening to positive things, that gets my mind set for the rest of the day. And then at the end of the day, before I go to bed, I challenge myself, was I better today than I was yesterday? If I wasn't, it bothers me. Crystal talks about me all the time. He's like, man, go to bed. I said, no, nah, man, because I, I could have done that better. You, you can do it tomorrow. I'm like, and then I plan my day the next day. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, so here's, I go, I open my planner and I say, okay, here's everything that I have to do the next day. I put my game plan together. Even though I knew it was already there, I still like to open it up before I go to bed so it could be fresh on my mind and ready to go and make sure I'm ready to go so I get my game plan together. And then it's rinse and repeat. Do yeah. the same thing. I'm like you. I love physical planners. I love writing things down. I have this thing when it's written, it's real. Yeah. But I also love writing things down because time is like money. And then when you look at, oh, I have this whole day. It's like I have this stack of money. How am I going to spend it? Mm-hmm. And it makes life so exciting. Does oh it make goodness. it exciting? What? Make you more optimistic? Come on, man. Yeah, make you look forward to things and doing You feel important. Things. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You feel important to yourself. Yeah, you feel rich. Come on, man. Yeah, you feel rich. You are rich, actually. Yeah, brother, you are rich in so many ways, and I really appreciate this conversation. No excuses. Get it done. Mastering your mindset. Conquer mental paralysis. Y'all get this book by Rocky J. Turner. Don't tell anybody I told you his government name. <laughs> yes, and then, of course, for people who don't know, how can they follow you on social media? Rock T. Holla on all social platforms. That's the website, rocktholla.com. R-O-C-K-T-H-O-L-L-A. I'm easy to find. Yes, and you are like my label mate. I say label mate like this That's is right. bad boy in the in the early. You won't say take that, take that, take that. <laughs> also, so this is a collaboration, right? <laughs> That's what we do. That's what we do. And, and my wife and I, we got a podcast called the Perfect Pair Podcast. And of course, we got I Hate the Homies podcast that I do with Griffin Super Dave. We talk mainly sports, but we throw a little bit of everything else out there as well. That's what's up. Living it up. Thank you so much, Rock T. Continue blessings. Man, appreciate you, Maria. All that enthusiasm, I love it. And you know what else I love? All the DMs and five-star reviews I'm seeing about the D-Herbs Full Body Cleanse. Yes, I am still shouting it from the rooftop. If you want to lose some real weight and keep it off this time, listen up. There's a plan that can help you look better and feel better than you can remember. It's the D-Herbs Full Body Cleanse. The D-Herbs Full Body Cleanse. It is not some crazy drink or fad diet, and you won't have to starve yourself. The cleanse consists of seven all-natural, safe, and effective formulas, each designed to cleanse a particular part of your body. I'm talking your cardiovascular system, your lungs, your respiratory system, your liver, kidney, colon, digestive system, and so much more. 
Because when your body is operating at peak efficiency, it can help you stay physically and mentally fit. It can also increase your metabolism, which is a good thing, and it can help you experience better digestion. Also, you can shed extra weight, feel more energetic, reduce junk food cravings, and have vibrant, glowing skin. Yes, I hear you right now. Maria, tell me more. Listen, you need to quit struggling with yo-yo weight and impossible diets. The D-Herbs Full Body Cleanse has been helping people lose weight for over 15 years, and you should be next. The results you'll experience after your first cleanse will be nothing less than transformative, and that's why D-Herbs has thousands of five-star reviews online. Get on the road to a cleaner, leaner you, and for a limited time, you can get a nice discount at checkout on the Full Body Cleanse at dherbs.com. Visit them now and use promo code MARIA, yes, my name, at checkout to save now. That's D-Herbs, D-H-E-R-B-S.com, and promo code MARIA, M-A-R-I-A. Always appreciate this partnership because it is so aligned with our message here on the Mind, Body, and Business podcast. With that said, that's a wrap for this episode of Mind, Body, and Business. Of course, you can find us on social media at MBB Pod. I'm saying you can find us, me. It's just me. <laughs> but I will be there on Instagram and Facebook answering your DMs and in the comments section at MBB Pod. And hey, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, you know I always appreciate a rating and or review. As always, I appreciate this time with you and look forward to another empowering conversation on the next episode. Until then, take care.